Hey everyone, it's uh, Startup Chats with your host Ben Parry. Today I've got uh, Giuseppe Milazzo, I hope that's pronounced correctly, um, from yeah, Contact. Right, yeah. <laughs> and uh, Contact is a tech startup which is basically looking to replace the physical business card, is that right? Um, yeah, it's more or less um, hitting now on the head really. Uh, it's just a digital way of managing and um, using um, paper business cards really. So, um, yeah, you're taking away the fact that you have to carry all your business cards and, you know, manually input yeah. um, data into CRMs and that kind of stuff. Um, and it basically just scans the business card for you and creates um, digital profiles. Amazing. So um, let's sort of roll it back because this is the start of chats really focusing on that sort of pre-launch sort of process that you went through um, and yeah. I don't know any strategies or, or not as the case might be and that's fine. Uh, but I think it's really interesting to share you know, with the people you know, where it started and what you did sort of pre-launch and building it all up and things like that. So you, yeah, if you were my kicking off and just sharing your story, yeah. that'd be great. Um, so yeah, um, basically development uh, and the idea kind of started in October 2019. Um, so before Contap, I was heavily involved in marketing. So I was a marketing manager, um, been doing marketing all my, all my life. So as you can imagine, I was going to a lot of networking events. Um, and personally, there was quite a big personal frustration with business cards. So I used to get loads of them back all the time, I used to exchange them all the time. But by the time I got to the office, they were stuck in the drawer and just never used again. Yeah, yeah, Which yeah, probably yeah. paid for quite a lot of people, to be honest. Definitely, um, definitely. I've been there with that whole networking thing where you go for breakfast. And, yeah, yeah. And yeah of... a lot of people go just for the breakfast. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's a personal frustration of mine, really, um, business cards, because yeah, you, you get the paper um, business card, you put it in your pocket and you kind of leave it. You don't actually action it much. And basically, for me, it, it's a good way really of keeping in touch with people in business. So that's the hard bit, getting people's information in business. Uh, so they're, they're basically giving you a business card and you don't really know what to do with it. Whereas contact is a solution now where- Or just, or just fills up your wallet basically. Exactly, yeah, yeah. I know there's a, there's a personal touch when you hand over business cards, course, but yes. that lasts literally a second. Once you've got the business card, you kind of want to use that information, don't you? So Contap is a solution, basically, where you can not only uh, exchange and keep business cards, but also manage them as well. Yeah. Because um, I, I know a lot of people now um, use business cards and save them in, like, big folders. Yeah, yeah. Um, so go back to go back to this sort of the beginning days. Uh, obviously, you saw there was that sort of frustration and, and possible opportunity. W was there anyone else doing that at the moment? At, at that point in time, did you sort of do some research on the market? And I think uh, yeah, I've done quite a lot of uh, market research actually on um, business cards, how people use business cards, how they currently store them, um, and uh, the results were quite. Um, surprising actually. Um, I found that 89% of the people I, um, that done the market research um, actually didn't have any way of managing their business cards. So there was about 
from what I remember, there was 85% that had 50 or more business cards as well. So, um, yeah, there was a lot of planning involved, a lot of uh, market research. Yeah. And that basically paved the way for me to, you know, look what's already out there um, yeah. in terms of uh, business card scanning apps, because that's actually what I was looking for at these marketing events, at these, um, you know, uh, marketing events. So I was looking to scan for, them and just keep them in your phone type thing. That's it, yeah. So, so I've done a lot of uh, research into what the best tool would be for me personally. And I found that, it, well, it was quite shocking actually. There was a lot that were quite dated, like the interface was very, uh, you know, Windows 98 <laughs> kind of a feel to it. Um, the design wasn't very optimal. Uh, there was very little integrations. So I personally found that there was a gap in the market for a business card app that didn't just scan a business card, but it made you use the business card in a much more effective way. Okay. So, I mean, in a sense, it's good when there, you know, when you come up with a good idea, I always think it's good to have somebody else who's already done it in a sense, because in a way that sort of validates yeah, yeah, your, your idea. I think it's always a bit dangerous or scary when you think, well, hang on, I've got a good idea. No one else is doing it, which is yeah. probably very rare to be honest with you, because most things have been thought about. Um, but at least I guess you were then looking at it saying, okay, well, it's, that's fine. It's not very user friendly and there's limiting functionality. So I guess you went then to think about how you can make it better and improve, improve on what was already out there and make it a better product. I guess that was the thinking. Wasn't it? Yeah, exactly that. Cause, um, yeah, what was already out there is. Yeah, basically what I've done, I just listed everything that I didn't really like about, you know, the top five apps um, when you type in business card scanners. So, um, yeah, a lot of them were very, um, well, not very user-friendly at all. Um, so that was kind of the core to making contact into a user-friendly, um, streamlined, lightweight application. Maybe. Yeah. And, um, so, so yeah. when you were going through this process, were you still working in the other job or had that changed or what was the situation there? Um, I left um, my marketing job around uh, beginning of February and I actually launched Yap at the end of February in Yap Store. So that was a really quick turnaround. Yeah, so um, yeah, from the point where we started developing ideas and, uh, you know, I was because my background also is graphic design. So I was doing a lot of mock-ups of what I wanted that to look like. And that kind of started in October, like I mentioned. Mm -hmm. So from the end of October to the end of February, there was a lot of planning involved um, to basically, you know, get the, the, the wheels running on, on this project. And did you have to get like um, a partner in for the tech side, the development side, or did you outsource that? How, how did you sort of overcome that challenge? Because you're from a design Backgrounds. Yeah. Um, well, we're a self-funded company, so all the costs are bootstrapped. So we've got no outside um, investment, uh, which is something I'm pretty proud of, really. And that's due to um, very careful management and planning. Um, you know, it's because when when it, when I think of startups, I automatically think you know it's going to cost me at least a hundred thousand yeah. pounds. 
I think there is a, sometimes that impression or you've got to get some sort of, uh, you know, backing and funding and all the rest of it. And there's yeah. a game to be played with investors. Um, but having said that, I think there's some, you know, there's a case for that. But equally, I think there's a definite case for bootstrapping it, getting it out the door and seeing yeah. if it's going to take off um, before you even approach investors. So I think there's definitely a lot of value in that. Yeah, because um, yeah, I mean, I mean, I'll t touch on that a little bit later on in terms of like how we've um, you know funded the company, uh, what our our um, you know thought process was when making that decision. Um, but going back to your um, comment about developers, um, that side of it is all um, outsourced. So the development phase is all outsourced, like the coding, um, you know, that kind of stuff. Because yeah. In terms of coding, I've got very little knowledge about that. I've just yeah. got the idea and the design element to it. Yeah. Yeah. And I've got an outreach team to actually, you know, put that Brilliant. into idea. Brilliant. Fantastic. And um, then, so, so the stage, it all happened quite quickly, relatively, in terms of, you know, it, the idea to, to launch. What was, yeah. what sort of strategies or, or thought process did you have sort of, coming up to a particular launch date did you have a particular launch date in mind or, or were you just focused on getting the app built and getting it into the app store and not too much else i mean that's fine because i think a lot of people are if i'm honest with you and then it's yeah. like okay what do i do now it's launched i've got to now do a, a launch strategy and then yeah. promote it um, was there much thinking before the launch to think about how can i get some engagement and drive um, well, there was a little bit, I mean, like the standard stuff like social media accounts, you know, getting all that ready uh, in, for the launch. So I wasn't really doing much activity before the launch um, in terms of like social media, that kind of stuff. However, I was approaching uh, a lot of people in my LinkedIn network, um, you know, to take part in market research, yep. what I was looking to do. Um, and I got a really good response from that, luckily. Um, yeah. So did you have like, um, almost before full launch, did you have like a, like a little beta testing group to sort of try it out and things like that? Um, to be honest, I didn't do that. Um, reason being was because uh, a lot of testing was done at my end, um, as well as the developers side as well. Um, so a lot of a lot of like the planning side of it was done um prior because i'm quite a perfectionist so i didn't really i didn't really want to you know launch an app just for the sake of having it available um which is a good reason really why an organic and timely approach that we've done the app is um well was comfortable for me and also for the company yeah um so we didn't really have a deadline in place. Yeah. What important to me was to have an app in place which was ready to launch. Yeah, yeah. And kind of come in at the perfect time really for, because obviously coronavirus kind of kicked in in the UK around end of February, March time. So, you know, we kind of turned that crisis into a pretty good opportunity really to launch a company which was heavily involved in an organic and convenient, uh, not sorry, not organic, like a hygienic and convenient way of exchanging business details. Because mm. as you can imagine, when, you know, events start coming into play now, people will be a bit wary now of, you know, handing out paper business cards. Yeah, yeah, I agree, so, I agree. 
it, it kind of uh, it happened at a good time, really, without being, you know, well, obviously there's not a good time for a, a pandemic to happen, but... Of course. Uh, yeah. Well, that 100%, sometimes that's the nature of business, isn't it? It's sometimes a lot about timing, um, which is great, you know, from your perspective. And I completely agree with what you're saying in terms of, yeah, I, I mean, even just going to a, like a restaurant now, I'm, I'm thinking I don't really want to be touching a menu. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty, re- you know, in all honesty, I'm pretty relaxed about the whole thing. And um, yeah. But, you know, there's things that, yeah, if I could avoid it, I, I'd rather avoid it. I think something like contact yeah. where you can do that you know yeah. exchange still network because people still want that physical interaction that that human yeah. connection this human relationships so i think these you know, all these zoom meetings are fine but there's still not quite it's not quite the same is it as meeting up and you know having and I, think a we'll coffee. I think we'll see that a lot more when um maybe like september when things start to you know, open up again hopefully um, in terms of like networking events, that kind of stuff. So it'll be interesting to see how people do react to, you know, exchanging business cards and um, business information. Mm, um, definitely. So you now focused um, on that sort of, you know, I guess that launch, I, I guess you can pass the launch strategy, but you know, in terms of now sort of pushing it on and, and just getting out there and marketing and, and promoting it, is that where, you know, is that where you're at? And, and I'd love to know what sort of things that you're looking to do. Yeah, um, so we're working with um, a lot of bloggers, uh, a lot of other startups, you know, to try and, try and really collab, really. Because um, obviously in, in this kind of strange times that we're in at the moment, it's good to have um, the help and backing of other people, especially those in a similar uh, journey uh, startup journey to me as well so we're always looking for opportunities to collaborate with startups even if it's something like a guest blog anything like that yeah. well I guess this is a perfect example isn't it yeah exactly yeah so <laughs> it's, it's stuff like that really which is um, you know helping us but also helping uh, both parties really yeah absolutely um, so that's one we're looking at Brilliant. I, I was, sorry, I was just going to say, I think there's a lot to be said about that and just, you know, collaborating and, and yeah. you know, ultimately it's just networking and getting the message out there, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, I've got pretty good network on LinkedIn, um, which I think we, we've actually spoken on LinkedIn uh, quite it. a bit. Um, so I think that is an unbelievable tool to have at your disposal, LinkedIn, because uh, everyone on there is business related. Uh, I mean, you get the odd person, you know, just wanting to sell, 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 not really care about what you're talking about. But uh, on the most part, it is an unbelievable um, business tool. And I recommend anyone listening to this that isn't on LinkedIn to, yeah, get on LinkedIn because that is, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's an unbelievable tool to have. Yeah, you know what, I think, I think in a sense, I think what we're also trying to say to the audience is think about what the right channel is for you um, in terms of, you know, whether it's Facebook, whether it's LinkedIn, whether it's Twitter, Instagram, whatever. I think it's about sometimes drilling down on that particular channel where you want to focus on, because in all honesty, if we're we're bootstrapping a startup, you probably don't have the time or the energy to go on every single platform heavy, but you know, you, you can have a presence, but certainly, you know, it, it might be prudent at the beginning to focus on a particular channel that you, you know, you're going to put most of your time and energy into. 
And I think yeah. that's part of that sort of strategy in terms of both pre-launch and post-launch is thinking about yeah. you know, where your audience is ultimately. Yeah, 100%, because it's good to have a balance. Um, I mean, for, for Contact's example, uh, we push heavily on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We also have a presence on Pinterest as well, but it's nowhere near as active as the other three. So I think it's, it's trying to find that balance. Obviously, every startup's different, isn't it? So um, some will work, some won't, but you won't really know until we try. So. No, no, definitely. And what was your um, thinking in terms of um, the, the, the revenue models and the way you're going to sort of monetize the business? Um, were your ideas different at the beginning? Or have they since evolved or have they been sort of consistent? Yeah, um, it's changed quite a lot actually since um, since launch, I'd say, because um, before before um, we launched, I had a, a figure in mind. It was going to be about seven seven pounds per month uh, for unlimited business cards and premium features. However, uh, that that was basically based on our competitions. Competition is doing you know unlimited business cards for seven pounds a month let's say whereas i had an actual i had a sit down and a think about it and for what they're offering isn't what i'm offering so they're offering some completely separate they're you know huge businesses that aren't really focusing on what users really need so um since then um the app is completely free now on android and ios um in upcoming updates, so we will be introducing uh, pricing plans, which will obviously have uh, added benefit to users. So um, we're going to be going in at uh, an entry price of £2.49 per month, which is, yeah, uh, a massive uh, reduction compared well, to competition. I think it's less than a cup of coffee these days, isn't it? Yeah, well, yeah, if you go to Starbucks, you only get much change from £2.50. So, um, <laughs> well, so um, I was going to say, so just to, just to understand it, so it's a, it's a freemium model. So there's a free element. And then there's, if you want a, more, more features, it gets a little bit more expensive. Yeah, that, that's right. Yeah. I mean, at the moment, it is completely free. So unlimited business cards, everything on the app is completely free. Um, but obviously, as as um, updates come and go, and more integrations come into the app, um, you know, we've got some really exciting stuff coming up uh, in in terms of um, integrations, as well as a web CRM platform as well. Ah, um, so yeah, it's not just going to be a, a mobile app, but it'll also be a, a web platform as well for smaller businesses and startups. So, what do you where do you see it? You know. Where do you see it going in terms of like a, a user experience and, and how's it going to help a, a regular business owner? Yeah, um, well, at the moment, it's um, mainly for individuals. However, as, as time goes on and more integrations come into play and, you know, um, coronavirus hopefully disappears, um, we would look to have contact as the, the all-in-one um, personal business hub as it were so it's not just a business card scanner that you can you know download a thousand of in, in the app store it will actually be your own personal business hub so it will transform from just a, a mobile app into a mobile app that will integrate with uh, a web CRM as well 
So that will mainly be geared towards um, startups and smaller businesses because a lot of CRMs out there at the moment, as obviously a lot of people know, they're very expensive for um, you know, startups and smaller businesses. So what um, I'm thinking is a more streamlined and lightweight approach to our CRM system. So, you know, it will have, um, yeah, great integrations. Yeah. Basically everything that startups and small businesses want from CRM without all the bells and whistles. Yeah, yeah. So, so I guess from, you're now thinking two, two phases. One is the development of the app and improving that yeah. and bringing out new features. And on the other side, pushing on the marketing front, getting more users and signing more people up. Yeah. So it's a sort of two-pronged attack. Uh, and how are you finding the, um, you know, now you've got it. I mean, again, a lot of people will be interested to know what it's like to have an, an app on the on the app store or wherever. How have you, how have you found it? You know, do you put it up there and, it, and then people find it? Or do you have to do a lot of self-publicity? You know, how does it publicize itself? Um, well, yeah, we've we've spent a lot of time and effort in ASO, uh, which is kind of like SEO, um, but for the App Store. Um, so we've have heavily invested in that. Um, as I mentioned uh, previously, uh, we've kind of kept a very strict budget and an organic and timely approach. So everything we do is very organic. So we don't do any um, paid advertising. Um, we don't do any promotions, anything like that. Everything is completely organic. So um, the way in which we actually appear on app stores is through our social media accounts, um, is through uh, always developing and updating our ASO keywords, um, a lot of SEO in terms of our blogging. Um, so we're trying to be a perfect example of how um, a startup can actually be profitable if you stay disciplined and plan effectively instead of throwing, you know, a thousand pound at this advert, a thousand pound at this advert, five thousand pound at this, a hundred pounds at this, blah, blah, blah. Because it's very easy to do that, but it's a very short term gain doing that. Mm. Whereas if you do it more of an organic approach, it's a lot more long term. Like, obviously, it's a slower process, but long term, it's um, a lot more beneficial. And yeah, I think Definitely. Do you do you think um, do you have like a target in mind or, or like an aim in terms of like users or uh, you know anything like that? Um, well, it's hard really because before launch, I kind of had a, a target amount of users in mind for the end of the year. However, since then, we've actually changed the plan completely. So now we want to obviously introduce the web CRM platform. We want to add more features into the app. Um, so we've kind of focused uh, a lot of our energy into the development phase rather than gaining users, if that makes sense, which is a strange thing to say for uh, an app business. <laughs> but um, So that's not your, your primary focus. The, the, the driver yeah. the isn't your primary focus right now. It's just improving the product. Exactly, because I think if you do that, then I think the users and the follow anyway. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, what, 
Our, our users at the moment are growing, I'd say about 15% per week, which is pretty good for, uh, for, you know, not spending any money on advertising, that kind of stuff. Yeah, that must be satisfying. Yeah, I mean, yeah. If you told me two years ago that I was going to make an app in the app store and we were getting 15% increase in users every week, I'd be saying you're crazy, but... Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I mean, to be honest with you, I've got no idea, you know, whether that's good, bad or ugly, because, again, I've never had anything in the app store or an app, so um, I'll, ha I'll have something at some point, but, yeah, I've got yeah. nothing to sort of gauge that on, but it sounds pretty good to me, so particularly as it's, you know, as you're not focused on growth per se and you're not and you're focused just on you know the product so i think yeah, it sounds good sounds good so um I mean, the core focus of our business is uh, reducing paper waste and user feedback everything every single thing we do for contact is based around those two components mm. i'm just um, wondering could you sorry just be carry on also i was just mentioning that um which is why obviously I inv invited you to the innovators program because um, obviously you've got um, a lot of knowledge in startups and you know, I think your feedback uh, as well as everyone else's feedback in the innovators program is crucial to us to develop contact further into what users actually want mm -hmm. rather than what I want as a, a, a founder. Well, you're right. I think, I think it's really important to, to listen to, to your audience. Um, that's something I'm going to be doing with my um, startup and I'm going to have um, almost like a pre-launch user group um, yeah. that has sole access to, to, to it before it's officially launched because I want to just listen to them and but then also carry on after post-launch, you know, have a nice little closed community of people who, yeah. you know, you know, you know, whoever they are, whoever the, the, I've got an idea who they are, but, um, because I think it's it's really important to constantly listen to your users. Because oh, yeah, also, you, you know, you, you know, you've got your ideas, but you know, you might be completely wrong. <laughs> so it's never a good, never a good idea to listen to a user group of one. Yeah, yeah, because uh, that that is important. Because you know, without the users, then contact is irrelevant. It, it just would not exist. Right? It's exactly the same as your business. If you had no customers, but you were just going off what you liked. You're making a company based on what on one person, so it, it doesn't work like that, unfortunately. Definitely. Have you um have you well? I, I mean, one thing I'm looking to do is just create a little Facebook group um, within the Hub Into uh, page. Um, have you thought about doing something like that? Just a little private little group within like Contact, because um, you can certainly create groups for pages, um, yeah. and just inviting those key people and just you can sort of share little snippets of behind the scenes and what we're doing, getting feedback. Yeah. Well, I've not consider doing that for Facebook and that kind of stuff but we do have a contact community on our website yeah that's right yeah so it's, it's kind of like a forum kind of um, place where users can you know share ideas feedback Perfect. Uh, that's the thing it doesn't matter where it is if I'm honest it's just getting that closed community and, and that communication yeah. I think yeah, I think that is really important because it's 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 good to feel important if if that makes sense in you know contributing well, to ideas. Yeah. It shows that you you care and you listen. Yeah, exactly. So um, yeah, I think like I said, that is really important um, to have that close knit community, um, even if it's ten people, hundred people, um, as long as you've got everyone in the same space 
talking about the same thing, sharing ideas. Um, yeah, I think it's a great, um, a great thing to have. No, definitely. I was going to say, um, when you're talking about the, the benefit of being paperless and things like that, I, um, I'd be interested to know if the, if the app will almost or could develop into a virtual card. So you actually, they, in the end, don't need to have a physical card at all. Because I know, obviously, it started with being the idea of being a scan, you know, scanning physical cards. But, you know, to be able to replace them, it, I think, is a really interesting concept, predominantly for the environment. And, you know, we, yeah. being based down in the southwest, um, you know, we're very, well, I'm certainly conscious of our environment and, you know, beaches and keeping them clean. And you see the amount of rubbish that sort of comes up onto the shore. It's horrendous. So I think... You know, I, 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 it was just a thought that came to mind when you mentioned it. Uh, I, I wonder if that could be a, a good sort of ecological direction that yeah. could be taken. Um, well, on the app, um, that is one of the uh, main features of the app, is that it acts as a business card as well as a business card store. Brilliant. So, um, yeah, the first thing you have to do when you actually download the app is create your um, virtual card. So, you, you know, you put your profile picture if you wanted to name in the sh uh, you know social media links Giuseppe I feel guilty because I haven't done it yet so I must I will do it I promise you as soon as I come off this I'm going to be downloading it and I'm going to be playing on it and, and I need to get into that group I've just been so hectic lately but no excuses we've all, we've all got time we've all got time so yeah I mean once you download it and give it a go you'll understand that it's not just you know your generic business card scan it's actually a business card as well as a business card library, as well as a business card organizer. It's perfect. Well as... I mean, it's perfect for all that networking, you know, if you're out, you know, doing all that sort of schmoozing stuff. Yeah. <laughs> when you exchange business cards as well, you can, it's a contactless exchange. So you don't have to say, oh, here's one card, here's one, here's one. You can actually share your one business card with multiple people with just a simple swipe. Right. So, um, and going back to the uh, environmental issue, uh, this is actually a statistic that completely blew my mind. It's 88% of business cards um, printed, um, and there's 10 billion business cards printed per year, by the way. That's a lot of paper. 88% of them are thrown away of receiving them. So that, that raises many alarm bells. One... Your business card is 88% chance of... Can you see that? That's our business card. You can't see it very well on the oh. camera. Oh, yeah. We've got different colours. Can you That's see that one? <laughs> that, that raises a lot of uh, alarm bells for me. Not only the environmental side of it, but there's an 88% chance that your details will be thrown away within a week of handing out some. Yeah, 100%. The amount of times that I've had some of these cards, lost the card and needed their number. <laughs> it's like, oh, God, where's that card gone? Um, yeah. Whereas with this, you scan it, you recycle it, job's done. Within five seconds, your business card's in the app. So yeah, it's trying to get people to do that transition from paper to digital, which... Yeah, the, the benefits are endless, like um, the save location feature, which once you download the app, you'll see the, the true benefit of that. Because say, say me and you met at the NEC, for example. Mm. Um, I send your business card or we, you send your business card to me. 
uh, I click the button save location and in two months time or whenever I, I can't remember where I met you so I'll go back to your business card and it will say oh, I met Ben Parry at the NEC on this date so Google Maps will open up and it will say here uh, uh, this is where you met but you could take a little selfie together could you exactly if you honest, you could do that as well uh, attach yeah, it or something yeah, exactly. So th that's another thing, actually, that we're actually going to be em embedding into the app. So like attaching documents. Yeah. Uh, which is... It's funny because I'm, I'm a very visual person and I'm awful with names. You know, if somebody says, oh. uh, do you know Bob Smith? I'm like, who's Bob Smith? Um, but, you know, it's like, oh, you know that guy that we met down? Da, 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 da. I was like, ah, oh, yes, Bob, he's the man. <laughs> different things, don't you, with people? It's... Uh... Yeah, 100%, 100%, 100%. I'm awful as well, awful. <laughs> um, you've got a like hundred Johns in your business card slots and, you know, like, yeah, I met John here, but what, what, did, he, what, what did we speak about? What did we do? Yes. So. Definitely, definitely. No, I, definitely. No, I, it's, um, I'm really, really excited to actually dive, in, dive into it and download it and have a play because I think it's going to, yeah, it'd be fantastic. Um, so I can't wait to, to try it properly. Um, so what's the sort of future for, for Contact? Do you, other than obviously the development, are you going to be looking to, um, I don't know, do, do you have like a, let me rewind. I think a lot of business owners or a lot of startups, um, the founders have a, a goal in mind that actually we, I want to do this for two, five, ten years, and then I, I want out, or they're being bought by a bigger company, you know, or, or actually I want to be in for, you know, this is it for the you know, next 20, 30 years. I don't, there's never a right or wrong answer because I think everyone's individual and everyone has their own sort of ambitions in life um, and goals. I mean, what, what's yours? Um, well, it's, it's hard to really judge, really, because I think we're too early in the, um, the development phase to really know. I think once the CRM comes into place, then I think we get a better understanding of where contact will sit as a business card um, or a business tool and also as a CRM system. So I think once we gauge where we're at in the market with those two, then I think it will be easier for me to understand if we go down this route, then you know a HubSpot could buy us out. Or if we go down this route, we're actually pretty high up in terms of what users actually want as a, a streamlined uh, CRM and a streamlined application. So, yeah, it's kind of hard. We're 50-50 at the moment where we want to be um, in terms of, you know, being brought out by a, a HubSpot. I mean, if they emailed me tomorrow and said, we'll pay 50 million pounds for your app right now, you know, <laughs> I'll take that. <laughs> But, um, yeah, I think we're, we're pretty oh, man, if, if, you, if you hold out, you might get 100, you know, you never know. <laughs> well, that's, that's, uh, that's something to dwell on. But, yeah, it's uh, yeah, hard to really gauge where we're at in terms of that decision at the moment. Definitely. But um, main thing for me really is uh, reducing paper waste, which is a, a massive thing for me really because, like you said, when, when you go to like business offices or these events, the amount of paper exchanged is disgusting really, considering that a lot of it can be paperless. Um, so that's the kind of change I wanna make on a personal level. 
to, um, you know, be a paperless world, as it were. Because business cards are actually one of the only things at the moment which aren't really paperless. A lot of it is, um, you know, paper-based, which for me in 2020, I think that's a crazy thing to, you know, gauge. No, definitely. Um, but yeah, it's more to be like a business tool as well as, you know, saving yeah. uh, the planet. So, you know, planet partner with One Tree Planted. I'm not sure if you know that charity. Say again, sorry? On One Tree Planted. So basically they're a charity that um, aren't true, really. So yeah, yeah. one thing that we've got in mind uh, in the future is um, for every business card scanned, we'll plant one tree. Oh, brilliant. So, you, you know, something like that. So, yeah, you know, yeah. back to the community. Yeah, definitely. And I think there's, there's a lot of um, good sort of causes and charities out there uh, in environmental friendly. I'm a big fan of um, previously called Two Minute Beach Clean. Uh, they're now called the Two Minute Foundation. Um, so they're definitely worth checking out. And, um, and if you can support them in any way, you know, um, and I'm talking to the audience as well, that'd be great. Um, but yeah, there's loads. And I think, you know, I think it's about um, positioning yourself in the right way with the right ethical reasons, not just to do it yeah. because it's, it's the in thing. Um, but it's, you know, there's a lot of good collaboration that can be done. And, and if it helps, you know, all of us in, in, in a bigger way, then that's obviously a good thing. Yeah, yeah I think if you, if you do that small thing of, you know, using business cards in a digital way rather than a paper way, that's a massive contribution that you're doing already. Because yeah, if everyone had that mentality, then paper business cards would more or less be eradicated. Everyone would be doing it digitally. And if you think that, you know, the majority of people got 50 plus business cards times that by, you know, 13 million salespeople in the UK that I'm not very, uh, you know, great at maths, but that's, that's a lot of paper that you're saving. Absolutely. So, absolutely. And Giuseppe, is, is there any sort of um, tip or, or advice you give somebody who's thinking of starting their own you know, startup? Yeah. Um, well, I've mentioned this a few times in this uh, podcast, but it would be to plan accordingly and don't just throw money at everything because that's good short term. But if you really want a, a business, which is not just going to last for six months, it's so crucial to plan accordingly. So it, it's, you have to plant the seeds basically. So you have to plant the seeds in all different areas and, and water them as you know, time goes by. Because I think we're a perfect example of a business that is doing, doing it organically and without a massive deadline. So we're doing it at a timely approach uh, and sticking to a strategy which, which not only makes you comfortable, but also the business. I think planning is... For me, 95% of a startup journey is having a good plan in place. And obviously network, 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 network. Definitely. It's not always what you know, it's who you know a lot of the time. Yeah, and, and just sometimes by talking to people, meeting people, it sort of inspires ideas and, and yeah. insights that just might not have come to you. Um, it, it's, it's a, I mean, even listening to podcasts. You know, I'm a big, big fan of podcasts. 
And I often listen to, to the businessy ones when I'm out on a run, um, which yeah. sounds a bit mad. I know most people listen to music, but I listen to business podcasts. But then for some reason, I'm in that headspace where I'm free of any outside influences of whether it's family, work, you know, phone ringing, whatever. And yeah. my brain has almost sort of been stimulated. And I'm often then sort of running thinking, oh, I've got to jot that down. So then I'm trying to run and tap things into my phone, like little notes. <laughs> so I think, you know, but that's going back to what you're saying is it's networking in, in virtually, physically speaking, listening, educating yourself, but also, you know, then the planning side, which, you know, I have to say, you know, there's, there's a, there's a lot that should be done and can be done um, yeah. both pre and post launch. And I think um, sometimes people sort of dive probably too fast without doing a lot of strategy and thinking um, about that side of things. And it doesn't stop, does it? It doesn't stop. You just got to constantly, you know, get your head down and, and think about it. Yeah. It's also not to be scared to ask as well. So, you know, um, like uh, I did with you when I first um, messaged you on Instagram, um, I wasn't going to guarantee that you answer back, to be honest. But out of it, you know, we've, uh, you know, exchanged conversations. Uh, I've got a good relationship now and, you know, got a podcast out of it as well. So it's, it's always good to, um, you know, it's just... Put yourself out there. Yeah. Just, you know, get yourself out of there kind of thing because yeah, everyone wants help. As long as you're not pushing for a sale straight away and just, you know, building relationships, I think... If you build a relationship, the sale will come in a, a further along down the line. It might not even come down the line, but that relationship might lead to another relationship, which would lead to sale. But yeah, know. definitely, definitely. I think business will always be about people, you know, whichever way we look at it, and no matter how much tech, it's still relationship-driven. And um, you know, whether it's you know looking you know to get somebody for advice, a mentor, or whether it's just peers um whatever so i think um yeah business will continue to be done as as it was done 100 years ago but it's just on a probably more digitally what you know modern way yeah, but, um, yeah we've got our now to go that extra extra mile definitely definitely i'll just uh just say to the podcast peeps out there sorry if the sound went a bit rubbish i just had a big horrible dirty lorry coming down the street trying to clean clean away so well, hopefully we didn't lose too many people there um listen giuseppe i'm gonna wrap it up um is there any final thoughts you want to share with the audience um if if anyone uh you know wants advice or you know wants to join our innovators program um or you know collab with us i'll be more than happy to help uh, where where i can um, if you just, uh, you know, find me on, on LinkedIn, um, Giuseppe Malazzo, um, and check us out on, you know, LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, at Contact, um, then, yeah, I'll be more than happy to get everyone invited onto that. Um, like yourself, Ben, you're invited to the um, Innovators Programme, so looking forward to that. And, um, yeah, thanks. Thanks so much for the opportunity. It's been uh, great for my debut podcast. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> 
Fantastic. Awesome, buddy. Well, listen, uh, thanks so much for um, coming on board. I'm sure we'll, uh, we'll, we'll do this again and, and, and have a sort of a catch up, see where you are sort of uh, further down the road. And, um, and obviously, you know, for everyone listening, don't forget to subscribe. Five stars only. Five stars only, please. And uh, yeah, keep tuned. We'll catch up with you guys soon. Take care.